Dub Nation, you're listening to the Warriors Post Up with the voice of the Warriors, Tim Roy. Down to 15 seconds, Curry with the ball on the far sideline. Right where it says Chase Center, Paul sets the screen. Curry with Wallace trailing him, head fake, drives down the lane, stops and pushed the bank shot up, no good. Looney got the rebound, out to Wiggins for three, it's up, it's good! It's good! 1.6 on the clock, the Warriors go up 117-114. Time out, Thunder! Giddy will throw it in with Joe, SGA, J-Dub, and Holgren. Joe goes to the weak side. Giddy on the far sideline. Goes to the corner. Holgren turns and fires over Wiggins. He got it! He hit it at the buzzer! We're tied! And we've got five more minutes! Chet Holgren caught it on the left sideline with Wiggins right there and nailed it! Well, this one's going to sting. You gotta put some put some ointment on this one because it is gonna be one that's gonna be hard to get over. The the best thing for the Warriors is that they have a game on Monday. You wouldn't want to have an extended two or three days to think about this. Eighteen point lead, six eighteen to go in the third quarter. They had twenty four assists on their first twenty nine buckets. Then went through a stretch where they had one assist on seven buckets. What does that tell you? The ball stopped moving. The ball started to stick. All right, that's when shots become tougher, and you're taking shots deep into the shot clock with the buzzer about to sound. Harder to play good offense that way, and the Thunder caught fire. You just can't let players like Shea Gilgis-Alexander you know, get so comfortable, and he got comfortable. J-Dub got comfortable, and Holmgren was good all game long. So it, they got caught with a, a snowball coming downhill, Tom, and they couldn't stop it. Eh, this one is going to leave a bruise, and it's like one of those deep purple hueish bruises. It's like just, ugh, that's, gonna, that's what this is going to be. And the only way to get over it is get back on the court. But, look, it was, it was weird because I'm looking at the stats right now, and it, it, in the third quarter, it was Jalen Williams. He was the guy that just, you couldn't stop him. Two for six at half, he ends up eight for 16. So he's six for eight in the second half. Shea Gilgis Alexander, four for ten at half, ends up eighteen for twenty-nine. He was fourteen for nineteen in the second half. And then as you mentioned, Homegrown was just solid all game long, and he caps it off with the three at the very end. It, it, it just you were right though when you said during the game that this wasn't lost on Homegrown's three or anything in the overtime. It was the the push. 18 to 6 push by the Thunder at the end of the third quarter where they just they got going and it I don't know like uh, Steve and I talk about this a lot like a basketball game doesn't come down to one play nor does a football game nor baseball but there are times you look at a play during the course of a game or maybe just a small segment that's not the end of the game that has a huge impact on the game and I thought when they were up 18 and coming out of the timeout they turned it over twice and that yep. got the Thunder going a little bit. And all of a sudden, it was like, okay, 18, 16, 14. Okay, it's not too bad. And then they got a couple bad shots. And then the Thunder and Jalen Williams got going in particular. 10, 8. And you're thinking, holy smokes, this thing's 8. And then as a, you know, as a player in the Warriors, you're thinking, what the heck? We're just up 18. Now we're up 8. And it's like you start you know, pressing a little bit. And they're feeling good. Like, hey, this is kind of... 
just found money here for a second. We're down 18. We're rolling. Let's get it going. And then Jalen Williams, you know, is like, I don't care who's on me. I got him. Boom. Jumper. Boom. Go to the rim. Lay it up. Down four. Down one. What? We're up? And then it's like, now it's a ball game. And it was a battle at that point. And the Warriors came back and battled hard. And Wiggins, they hit some huge shots in the fourth quarter. But that was it. I mean, you come out instead of, I'm not saying you have to go from 18 to 26. I never loved the, the, the phrase, you know, step on their neck. Like, the other team's going to come back at some point. But you can't make it, like, happen quick. It's got to be like, you don't want to be up 18 and all of a sudden blink and, like, we're up 10. Like, well, you know, right. why, and, and why did it happen? Because of what you did. You turned it over. You took some bad shots. Uh, I, I, I thought Clay played such a good game By until the-, the end where some of those shots he took were just that those weren't the shots he was taking this game. It's like, and that's what happens when you like lose a big lead like that. You start doing stuff to like almost hit an eighteen point shot. You want to put yourself back up eighteen. You can't do that. You can't do it. By the way, there's all kinds of social media stuff that's saying right now they should have fouled up three. And, and, Not and when a guy catches and goes catches, straight up. You no, can't. You can't no. do that. If you, you catch it, because even if he caught it and started to turn. They could interpret that as he's in the gathering. Yeah, and then he and could you're make it. give him three. Yeah, and then, then you give him three it, free throws. Yeah, no. I mean, I, if, if, if it's 10 seconds and they catch and the guy starts to dribble, you can then foul you get him. him. Yeah, then, then you, you get, get him. him. 1.6, no, no. You're playing with fire. No, because he's catching and shooting yeah. automatically. He has to catch and shoot. So, no, I, and, and look, I'm a big proponent of fouling up three. Uh, there are schools of thought that's not the way to go, but uh, that's my preference. I want to foul. I'm not going to let you tie the game with a three-point shot, but not when the, it's a catch-and-shoot situation. You, you just you can't do it because there is the risk there of catch, shoot, foul, bucket, and yeah. now you're going home. So that was a hell of a shot for a 7-1 guy, for a 6-1 guy, for a 6-6 guy. It doesn't matter. He caught inside foot, spun like you're like putting out a cigarette, and he spun on it, turned, squared up, and and it was bottom. Hey, that in, was an in, incredible, incredible in, in bucket. Less than a, a 1.6. Yeah. Because he got it off and played it. Time. Yeah. So, no, I completely disagree with people that think they should have fouled yeah. there. I would, yeah. I would have never fouled in that situation. No. If you, again, if you have eight to nine seconds or six seconds, maybe even six, if you can get it, if you can get it on the catch, fine. But you you you're playing with fire if you're trying to foul one point six and the guy catching because that that then you're like you said it could be a four point play and you're yep, going home absolutely and you know you made a guy take a tough fall away three on the far sideline with a uh, a good defender right in front of him I mean what's so. that a twenty five percent three point shot I mean who yeah. knows maybe it's higher maybe a little lower I'm not sure but it, <laughs> if if they need that to tie you're feeling pretty good about your spot like okay this is what they need to tie the game you're like okay. I like where we're at. Okay, Get other cap. Other th- other than uh, like a series-ending loss this way in the playoffs, how do you come back mentally from this and not let it affect all the good things we saw tonight, the things that yeah. had not been happening? And Curry's back on the floor. He has a lot to do with that. But how do you how do you not let that affect your momentum in that regard? Drink, <laughs> not you. Oh, I'm talking okay. about the players yeah. and the team. No, that's that's a, Tom Tolbert in no way have any way, shape, or form anything to do with nine five seven yes. the game or that, the Warriors that, Radio Network. That's what I would do. <laughs> thank you, RC, for that disclaimer. That's what, that's Appreciate what, that. That's what I would do. The legal department says thank you, RC. 
<laughs> uh, look, you do. Every, I've, been, uh, I've been asked this a lot. Like, how do players get over stuff? How do they? Like, you do. That, that's your job. You know, you get over it. It's kind of like it's going to hurt. Like I said, you lose a game. Usually, you can forget about it by the time you get home. Not this one. This one, some of these guys will be laying in bed tonight, going, "Oh," because this one hurts so bad. Not only because of the way it unfolded, but you're on a, a, a losing bender and you're trying to get off this thing, and you're thinking, "Oh, we finally, we're finally going to get off this. We haven't won in forever. We've only won one game at home, and then it's like gone." It's it's so th- this one, you, you know, th- these are the type of games you lay in bed, and as a player, you think, "Okay." You replay could, everything in your what mind. What could right? I have done? Yeah. Was there one ball I could have got to? Was there one rotation I missed? Was there an easy shot that I missed? What? Just in, a, in, a, in you're thinking in your head, if I could have just done one thing different, we could have won this game. But, I mean, this is a grind of an NBA schedule. And any, any athlete will tell you, probably hockey, baseball, uh, baseball more than any sport, uh, basketball, that like you turn the page. You have to. You, you can't get stuck in it and then lose another game because you're still thinking about the previous game so they'll think about it it'll hurt tonight and maybe even hurt tomorrow morning but they'll get up and they'll move on they'll get to practice and start uh, looking at stuff that they could do even better than they did tonight and and what cost in the game tonight and just try to come out against a houston team that's playing really good basketball i, I watched that game against the the clippers they lost it but they're right there i mean they're they are playing some good basketball so that one if you think that one's going to be easy, one, you don't get easy wins coming out of a skid. Rarely happens. You always got to fight and claw to get that win. And two, this is not the same Rocket team that you remember from uh, the last couple years. In These fact, guys have adults. Yeah, they do have adults. <laughs> and they won seven in a row. The last one they lost was the uh, Warriors beat them in Houston until they lost in L.A. last night. But it's not going to be easy beating that team either. Nope. Nope, there's no, there's no you know nights off in the West, you know maybe even even Portland's got a couple guys that you have to account for and and take care of and Sharp and Jeremy Grant and Scoot Henderson. So you know this is uh, this is the, the the one thing I can tell Warrior fans tonight is that out of this game is that they are now six and eight. Okay, that's fourteen games. It's an eighty-two game season. It's a long way to go. I hope that's a good thing. <laughs> now nah, they'll be fine. It just when you're in it, it just feels like it feels like it's never going to end. And yeah. I, I've been there before. Trust me, I played with the Clippers, uh, and it never did end there. Uh, the, the only sad part about it, it's six and eight. We weren't happy. We were sad because it was like, oh damn, we got like seventy more games to play. This sucks. Uh, uh, nobody wants to hear about my Clippers is it, is stories. It, isn't, isn't it funny though that you know I, I, before he retired, Ralph Lawler and I got a good laugh out of it one night. The legendary voice of the Clippers in the press room. This is what I'll leave you on: is that uh, I said, uh, said Ralph, it's it's a lot more fun this way when the Warriors and Clippers are, are on top. You know. <laughs> <laughs> then, then all those years we had to do all those games. He goes, he goes I agree with you, young yeah. man. I said, okay. All right, so. I bet, I bet, what a great guy he, he oh. is. I mean, just uh, he was so much fun to listen to. Oh, me, oh, my. Oh, me, oh, my. He, uh, if, if, if they did not save those years on, on film of, of him and Bill Walton working together, oh, you could sell that as a DVD, a set. Some, I, would, I, I would buy it. I would, I've always said my ultimate Christmas present 
is give me uh, some Walton highlights, including Lawler. Right. And then I want the uh, uh, the John Sterling nicknames, home run nicknames that didn't make the cut. Oh. That's what I want. I want the, the, the B-sides. I want, I, want, <laughs> I, want to know, I want to know what he said. What, I mean, what was something he could have said for Mark Teixeira that didn't work? A text message from Teixeira. Like, okay, what was the one that didn't make it? Because that one's like, whoo, I want to know the one. But now I loved him. Him and Walt together were the the best. Uh, I remember I was on the uh, IR and I was home watching a game. They were playing up in Portland, and there was a fracas on our bench, and it was I forget who it was with, but just you know things were a little out of control. We we're losing again, and 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 and, and Ralph goes, "It looks like there's a tussle on the bench," and Walton Walton said, "Oh." The inmates running the asylum over there. What is going on? <laughs> and I'm just sitting there watching, listening from the perspective of, yeah, I'm on that team. I'm not there right now, but I'm on that team. Or, or oh, that was the greatest move Keith Kloss has ever made. <laughs> or, or Michael Michael Wakandi cannot be stopped. Yeah, yeah. Or, or Ralph's look when uh, the Clippers are down 24 and Olo Candy scores a bucket and Bill says, the Clipper is right back in it. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like looking at him like <laughs> Okay, oh. it's just Bill. All right, well And laughter. That's what'll help him. That's what we need. Laughter. Little laughter. Little laughter. I'll get you to... through to Houston and then exactly. uh then hopefully 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 put the parking brake on and stop this thing. Boy. It's it's just. I you, thought we were there. I thought it felt it was like tonight. old times. It, it did. did. It felt it like did. old times. Early third it quarter. Like, it like, felt like warrior basketball. It did. For two and, like, and a half quarters. Oh, that's what it looks like. Look at this. So. This is looking good. And then, yeah, yeah. The breaks it. Rough. All right, man. Enjoy Have a good your night. Sunday. Okay. Yep. That's uh, Tom Tolbert. I'm Tim Roy. With-